Man, I can't believe this repair's taking so long. I could have built a brand new car in the time it's taken you to get the car into the bay. Is everyone here this slow? Can anyone move past a snail's pace? Do you think I have nothing better to do than watch the third hour of news that I heard four hours ago? Oh my, he just doesn't sound happy, does he? Sounds like he might be tired of waiting. Good thing that never happens in our business. You know, the image of the angry, rampaging customer, like the one we just heard, sometimes maybe even worse, is common in our collective memories, not because of their numbers, but rather because of the memorable way they go about expressing themselves. The person who puts on a show is easy to spot, and they often make an indelible impression on their audience. So for many, this is the stereotype of a complaining customer. But despite that stereotype, the most common complaint is not expressed angrily. Most people do not take issue with policies or poor treatment or errors by shouting or acting out heatedly. In fact, most people express their dissatisfaction rather passively. Due to this, the majority of complaints fall on deaf ears. Not that the person hearing doesn't care. They do. Most service providers have not been trained, though, to recognize a complaint in the way that is expressed by most people. The customer will make the complaint, but the employee will not hear it as a complaint. Well, this line on the repair order explains the charges for shop supplies. Now, our customer has a complaint, but he's not going to express it like that last customer did. In fact, you know something? Only one out of 27 people who have a complaint will express it like that other customer did. Everyone else, well, you figure it out. All right, let's hear a few more statements. We don't accept Discover Card. You can't go back and see your car. You have to wait until the shuttle driver gets back here from his current run. We don't have any vehicles to loan. You have to pay a restocking fee if you want a refund. After having heard each of these statements, are you just begging to ask a simple question? We don't you accept can't Discover go back card. and see your car. You have to wait. We don't have any driver gets to back here from You have run. to pay a restocking fee if you want a refund. Why? Why? Oh, why? Why don't you accept Discover card? Why can't I see my car? Why do I have to wait for a ride? Why don't you have a car to loan for a really good customer? Why do I have to pay a fee for a part I bought one hour ago and never used? Why is the most common complaint you will ever hear? And it's critical that you never mistake it for anything else than what it is. A certifiable, all-American, unmistakable complaint. Every question that starts with the word why is a complaint. The why complaint deserves your attention, for sure. And your customer deserves an explanation. It's our policy. Sorry, that, that's not going to work. That's no answer. It's our policy as the last refuge for a person who doesn't know why. And maybe doesn't care at all. And that makes things worse. Now, I can't explain the policies and processes that you have in place in your store. That would be impossible. But you can. You'll need to work to understand your policies and then be able to explain them to the people who complain. And trust me, you can do it. Except, of course... Uh, for those policies that just don't make sense and can't be explained uh, to a complaining customer. I mean, those policies, well, they might have to change. Uh, those policies, they really might have to go. So uh, the next time that you hear, why? Remember this. 
it's a complaint.